Welcome to the Network Marketers Den, the ultimate podcast for network marketers who are looking for ideas and knowledge to grow, develop, and level up their network marketing business. I'm Janet Metzger, your host, and I can't wait to share with you what we have today. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. It is Janet Metzger of the Network Marketers Den. I hope you're all doing well today. You know, um, I've been working with a few clients, and I don't know why, but for the last couple of weeks, we've been talking a lot about customer service, I guess because some of us have had not so good experiences. You know, I've been in this business well over 20 years now, and there's so many things that make up for a successful network marketing business, but one of the most important things is providing great customer service. Not just your company, but you providing great service. So um, that's what we're going to talk about today. What defines good customer service? What is not so good customer service? But I will tell you, regardless, customer service is truly a differentiator for us. You got to remember, you are in a service business. You are providing a service. You know, you're thinking of your products, but your service is the customer service that you provide, the consulting, the helping your customers select a product. So you got to remember, if you're in the service business, you want to make sure you're giving ultimate service. So as I said earlier, it's not just about what your company does, you know, sending out the products on time, taking care of returns, et cetera. It is about you because you got to remember people buy from you. They don't just buy from a company. People join your team. They don't join a company. So when you provide good customer service, that is going to help you to create that stickiness that I want you to um, really, really embrace because uh, it's hard enough to get people, hard enough to get customers. We want to be able to keep them. And customer service is really the key there. So here's what we all know, that if there is bad customer service, it's really a killer to your business. Um, and the great news is, though, you control your own personal customer service. Now, you might be thinking, ah, it really doesn't, doesn't make that much different. Well, I can think of so many different things that have happened to me in different companies that I've stopped doing businesses with uh, because the service was bad. But then there are companies that you couldn't pay me to go anywhere else because the service is so good. You know, I think many of us have experienced this where you go to a restaurant, it could be a really nice, expensive restaurant, and the food is unbelievable, really, really good. But then you encounter bad service. The wait staff isn't, isn't, isn't as attentive as they should be. They take their time. You don't get your appetizers. You don't get your salad. If you ordered a, a, a drink with dinner, that's not coming. Uh, another one that I see happen all the time is people order, order their dinner and they forgot something and nobody checks back. So even if the food is top notch, never had anything better, you're probably not going to go back. I know we don't do it. We will not go back if we've had 
more than once bad customer service. You know, everybody's got an off night, but if it happens a couple of times, we say next and we'll go somewhere else. Conversely, if we go to a restaurant, there's a few I can think of that, that we go to periodically with a group of friends where the food is on a scale of one, one to 10, maybe a seven. It's, it's not top notch, but man, the service is impeccable. You know, we get seated on time. Um, they're right there to take our order. They have no trouble splitting checks because we're with other couples. Um, and even though the food isn't a 10 out of 10, we keep going back. And what we also do is we ask for the same weight person because we know how good she is. So keep that in mind. You know, it, it, you've all experienced bad customer service and you don't want to be that network marketer that has bad customer service. Can't control the company, but you can control what you do. So, you know, there's a lot of choices for people to purchase items. I mean, the real world is they can probably get it someplace. You know, you're not the only company that has it. Yes, there's some exclusivities, but realistically, they can get that product several different places. So what you want to be able to do is separate yourself. Now, not only separate yourself and your company, but you want to be able to separate yourself from other distributors because, you know, the great news is there's plenty of business out there, but there are other distributors, maybe even in your hometown that are selling the same product for the same company. So you want to be known as, man, that person gives great customer service. So what does bad service look like? Well, here are some things and, and, you know, they're kind of obvious, but a lot of times people just blow them off. And, and one of them is, is not returning messages or phone calls or texts or whatever method your uh, client is uh, reaching out to you or a team member. This goes for them, too. You want to provide good customer service to them and not returning it in a timely manner. And what is a timely manner? Well, you got to kind of set that up up front, I like to say. I mean, you know, it is not realistic if somebody calls you at nine o'clock on Sunday morning that you should be getting a call back uh, by 10 o'clock Sunday morning. So one of the things you can do is you set the standard. So whether it's on your voicemail or you're having discussions with a, with a client or a team member, just say, you know what? If you reach out to me, know that it'll be 24 to 48 working hours. So the reason why I say working hours is sometimes somebody will reach out to you and it's Friday night at nine o'clock and they're expecting a call back Sunday or Saturday morning. Well, if you're not around, okay, working hours, Monday through Friday, but you set it for yourself, but you got to let everybody know now there's a saying in sales, I firmly believe it, in undercommit, overdeliver. So if you say, I'll call you back within 24 to 48 hours, and you call them back within 12, well, you're a hero. Okay, but not calling somebody back, not um, responding to them, ignoring their messages, especially if it's a problem, is bad customer service. They will remember 
And even if you call them back and take care of it, they're going to remember that you ignored them for a time. So just because there's a problem doesn't mean that you want to ignore it. In fact, the quicker you solve it, the better. Okay, so that's bad customer service, not returning messages. Um, Thinking that just because you sent out an email or you sent a text message that they got the message. Okay, I've done that myself where I've reached out to um, different folks and, you know, I'm going, how come they have not called me back? And this is bad customer service. Well, what I should have done is I should have followed up. Hey, you know, I hadn't heard from you and that's kind of unusual. Um, I wanted to make sure you got that message. So following up on your follow up, if you will. So just because you sent it does not mean that they received it. Let's face it. We all get so many different things. As a matter of fact, I, I think another thing I would suggest doing is asking your customer, asking your distributor, what is the best way to get a hold of you? You know, if, there, if there's somebody that never, ever checks their email and you're sending them emails, well, you've kind of wasted your, your time and your breath and they're not getting the message. So I think it's important to ask. Now, it's tough to be all things to all people, but, you know, you could you can ask it this way. Do you prefer text? Do you prefer email or Facebook Messenger? Which is best for you? And you're probably going to do a combination of all three. And in some cases, you know, with certain people, you might be sending all three to one person. But I think it's a good tactic to ask them what they want. But just because you send it, does not mean that they received it. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. So so here's another example of bad customer service. So you get the sale and you go, maybe they just went to their web, your website and you got the sale and you don't acknowledge that they bought something. You don't acknowledge that they joined your team. You know what? You need to acknowledge it and you want to say thank you and I really, really appreciate it. Okay, so getting the sale and not responding with a thank you. I mean, you learn that in kindergarten. You always say thank you, please and thank you, right? So really important. Conversely, when you get the sale, they've got the product. So maybe you said thank you. But what you didn't do is you didn't follow up. So they get their product. In, in most companies, the company that I work alongside, you know, I receive a message that the product has been shipped and delivered. And uh, within 48 hours, I will reach out to that person and say, hey, you know, I saw that you got your delivery. What do you think? Have you got any questions? Whatever. Now, sometimes they haven't even tried those products. Okay. So by me reaching out, guess what? it prompts them and then they go ahead and they start using the product because if they don't use the product, guess what? They're not reordering the product. So it's just as bad to not check in to see how they're doing. Okay. You got to thank them. And then you want to check in with them 48 to 72 hours. How's it going? If you have any questions, have you tried them? What are your thoughts? Okay. That's bad customer service. What's also bad customer service, kind of an obvious one, is not taking care of the problem. Sometimes you'll have somebody that'll say, well, 
this happened and this product is defective and blah, blah, blah. And what sometimes what we will do is we will say, well, just call the 800 number. They'll take care of you. Well, you sold it to them, not the company. You sold them the product. So I always say, you know what? Um, there is an 800 number. I would be happy to call you, call them for you. Now, it's going to take me 24 to 48 hours to get, you know, to, to give them a call and answer. And oftentimes the customer will say, no, I'll just call them. I'll just call them. I wasn't sure what I needed to do. But you're not blowing them off. You're putting it on them uh, by, by putting it on them. You're offering, I'm happy to call. And thank you for letting me know. Because quite frankly, you know, as a, as a distributor, you want to, if you're hearing that a couple of times from different customers, that's a clue. That's probably an issue with your company that they don't want. And you should be letting them know that, hey, I just had two customers that had the same situation. So really, really important. So it's not about this, this helps your customer service but it also would help the company's customer service. So pretty, pretty important. Don't ignore them. Offer to make the call, offer to do whatever is necessary. Now, I'll take it a little bit farther with that. Sometimes you'll have a customer that um, wants to return something and maybe your company's return policy isn't as generous as you'd like it to be, or, you know, you're feeling like it should be, this is a really good customer. Sometimes I would say, eat it, give them the money back yourself. If they're a really good customer and you kind of let them know, you know what, Hey, company doesn't back it, but you know what? I'm backing it. I will give you a refund. Let's help you to select a different product at all costs. You want to be able to not have to give them the money back. um, So trade them up to a different product, but if they want their money back, give them their money back. Now, I'm going to qualify that. There's always a person here or there that totally takes advantage of it. And you've got to use your good judgment with it. But if it's a here or there, you will have won them over. And they'll say, you know what? I had that problem, but Mary took care of me. I'm going to keep going through her. Okay, here's another example of bad customer service. Not following up when you give somebody a sample. Now, you might be expecting them to reach out to you, but you know what? If you are following up, you say, you know, a couple, three days after they tried the sample or after you gave them the sample, you say, hey, just wanted your feedback, wanted to see if I could answer any questions for you. And again, this is a situation where maybe they haven't even tried it. You prompt them to try it. If they say, ah, I'm really not thrilled with it. Okay, well, good. I'm glad we gave you a sample. How about if, um, would you like to try this one? This might be a better fit for you. Okay, but that shows your customer, your distributor, that you're giving good customer service before the sale even. I mean, it's very important to do it after the sale. But man, if people aren't giving good customer service before the sale, how good is it going to be after the sale? So follow up. This is this is what I hear all the time. Oh, I hate pushy salespeople. Well, pushy salespeople um, don't give good customer service. They're pushing. They're pushing. They're they're 
telling the customer what to buy, what they want them to buy. Sometimes companies will put out incentives that if you sell so many of XYZ product, you will you will get this. Um, well, if it's not the right fit for your customer and you want you're concerned about earning your incentive, those two things don't go around. If it's the right thing for your customer, you can offer it to them, but don't push. Don't be pushy because nobody likes a pushy salesperson. So sometimes I've heard I've heard distributors say, they've said it to me, well, you should just buy this. No, that doesn't work. Doesn't work in my book. And, and as I said, I think the other thing that I have seen that's really bad customer service because people don't want to lose the sale is they don't honor the company guarantee. Now, I'll tell you what, you don't have honor the company guarantee, there's a good chance that the company will remove you. Because that's one of the things that you agree to is you will honor the company guarantee. So make sure that you do that. And again, if you won't take back a product, um, you're really putting a sour taste in your customer's uh, mouth. Okay. So another thing that's bad customer service is not asking questions. If you ask enough questions, you're going to be able to connect that customer with the right products or a better chance of it. They're going to see that you do care. And it's it's not just um, you selling them something. Remember, we are in the business of solving problems. And if you don't ask enough questions, you're not giving good customer service because you're not going to be able to connect them to the right product. So this is literally a case of slowing down to speed up. Okay, so that's bad customer service. Well, you might be saying, well, the opposite would be, yeah, pretty much. So here's, here are some examples of good customer service. These are easy things to implement. They're really not that tough. And you know, if you're not sure if it's good customer service, put yourself in the customer's shoes the distributor's shoes and say, well, how would I feel if somebody treated me this way? If you're feeling good, if you think you would feel good, guess what? It's good customer service. So good customer service is returning calls in, and messages on a timely basis. Even if you can't talk for a long time. So for example, a couple weekends ago, I got a, um, I got a message from somebody and I was literally at a wedding. Um, and, uh, you know, I just, uh, I wasn't in the church, but we were at a, at a reception and I saw that the call came through and I sent this person a text and I said, thanks for calling. Not able to talk today. I'm at a wedding. What's a good time to talk tomorrow? So I acknowledged it. It's kind of like when you go into a store and the, the clerk is really, really busy or at the bank or whatever. And they just say, I'm really, I'll be with you as soon as I can. If you acknowledge that's good customer service. The other thing is you've got to be on top of checking all the different methods. Okay, so it's not just today I'm going to check email, tomorrow I'm going to do this. You've got to be able to be checking all of those different methods. So if you don't want all of those methods, you've got to kind of limit it and you've got to say, you know, I do this, this or this, which is your preferred method. Okay, you know, you can't say, well, I want to do Instagram and this and that. And just, you know what, this, these are the three ways I communicate. 
what's best for you. Now, you might have some outliers that really want you to do that and just say, you know what, I, I'm not on it as much as I'd like to be. So the best way for me to serve you is through these different methods. And like I said, just ask them. That's all you got to do. Again, really, really important um, for good customer service. It really solidifies that relationship is that after somebody receives the product, reach out to them. Say, hey, I saw you got the product. Just checking in. What are your thoughts? What are your questions? What do you think? You get on the phone with them or messenger, however you're doing it. And you have that conversation. I did that today, as a matter of fact, with a client. And uh, she loved the product that she got. And um, we started talking and she asked me a question about another one. And I said, you know what? How about if I send you a sample? Well, I know once she tries that other product, she's going to purchase that. But how did I send out that sample? May seem old school, but man, it sticks out. I put that sample in a handwritten thank you card. That's good customer service. Let's face it, we don't get that much mail anymore. And when we do, it's junk or it's an occasional bill because all the bills are online now. So that's how uh, I elevated the customer service and I kept the sale going. So now she's got that sample. Now I have another good reason to reach out to her in about three or four days after it's been delivered. Okay, so a handwritten thank you note um, and checking back in. And it just keep the conversations going. That's what I'm saying. Another thing to do, I find this one really comical when I hear this. Well, I don't want them to buy it on sale because they're, uh, you know, then I don't get as much sales credit or I don't earn as much. Oh, my gosh. Are you not thinking of your client? Are you you're thinking of yourself? So. Be the hero. Let them know, guess what? There's this really good special on this product that you like, and I wanted to let you know. Everybody likes buying on sale. Even if they still have some of the product left, they'll buy it and they'll stock up. Heck, they might even buy two of them. Okay, so let them know that what they like is going on sale. The other thing you can do with good customer service and sale prices and say, hey, you know what? Last time we talked, you had mentioned you wanted to try um, product XYZ. Well, I wanted to let you know it's on sale. So I thought if you wanted to try it now is the time to do it. Okay. Again, good customer service. You got their back. If they buy it, great. If they don't, when, when they are ready to buy, they're going to come to you. That thank you note, I put it down again, I think is really, really important. It makes you stand out from everybody else. Going that extra mile for your customer and say, hey, I'll do that for you, or I just want to check in with you, or whatever it is, really and truly will stand out in their mind, okay? That's good customer service. Confirming receipt of the message. We said before, if you just because you send it doesn't mean that yet that they actually got the message. So sometimes, you know, it, it seemed funny, Mary, I hadn't heard from you. Um, I just wanted to make sure you got it. And guess what? Nine out of 10 times happened to me today. As a matter of fact, um, we have um, basketball tickets to the university's team. And I had said actually to my husband the other day, I said, I said, you know, we haven't we haven't got our basketball tickets to to renew them. 
And today, lo and behold, the phone rang and they said, we haven't heard from you. You haven't ordered your tickets and they're due by, you know, within 10 days. So they followed up with me. And of course, I placed the order. So to me, that was really good customer service. Finally, ask enough questions, get to the right product. And you might feel like you're being nosy or whatever, but, you know, I would ask um, qualifying questions. So tell me what it is, you know, that, that your challenge is. What is it that you are looking for? What's your problem? Okay. Okay. So I get that. Now, is it this or is it that? Ask enough questions so you can narrow it down. And by doing this, number one, um, the customer is very impressed. Number two, a big part of it is you are going to reduce your returns like nobody's business, like nobody's business. I have found that more returns happen when people just go online and place an order. Don't get me wrong. We like getting orders like that. But if at all possible, find a way to have that conversation. Okay. Once again, honor that guarantee because that, that is a reflection of you. Yes, it's the, it's the company's guarantee, but it is also a reflection on you. So customer service is a, is a game changer. When you give outstanding customer service and you, quite frankly, just show that you care and that you are there, keyword, serving your customers, you're always going to win. You're always going to win. So if you need some more help with customer service or how to say things in your network marketing business, go to um, my website, coachjanadam.com. And there's um, podcast episodes there. Uh, there is a video that shows you how you can grow your business in as little as 15 minutes a day. Everybody says how busy they are. Well, everybody's got 15 minutes. So check it out. Um, if you want to um, schedule a call, the discovery call is available. Happy to answer any questions for you. And of course, join the Facebook group, The Network Marketers Den. There's tips, tipping points, um, different tricks, different ideas. If something comes across that I see, I had one few weeks back about somebody was trying to scam network marketers. It's just a resource for you and it's free to join. So this is Janet Metzger of the Network Marketers Den. And here's to your success. And when you give good customer service, you are going to be successful beyond your wildest dreams. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. This podcast was designed to help you, the network marketer. If you have a specific topic or struggle that you would like me to cover, please send me a message. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others. Tag me, Janet Metzger, on social media or leave a rating and review. For more tips and tricks, join my Facebook community at the Network Marketers Den. Thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.